Have you ever had a near-death experience? Or perhaps someone you know may have had a near-death experience. Well, if so, we would love to hear your story and have you as a guest on our podcast. For more information, visit nde.world. Again, that's nde.world. We would love to hear your story. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the NDE World Podcast. Welcome back to the studio. I am your host, Ashton Lewis, and my lovely assistant, Miss Daphne Lynn, and you are listening to the NDE World Podcast. We call this section our Coco Chat for whatever reason. Well, Actually, we was having cocoa with it one day, yeah, and it just well, flew. We, that's flow, right. Flow. <laughs> well, the the reason why we call it the cocoa chat is when we did the first original episode, it was like really cool outside, and we had some cocoa. We said, let's do some hot chocolate, some cocoa, or something like that. So we took and um, we were in here drinking our hot chocolate and started kind of this part of the episode. And, and what's what, the reason why we call it the cocoa chat, we were just drinking our hot chocolate, not necessarily drinking it at this point particular moment or on this particular episode but that's kind of where that came from but anyway uh it contains uh where we take and we bring in a couple of uh experiences of of actual uh ndes near-death experiences and we get our information from the enderf.org website from dr jeffrey long and he, this guy's been doing this research for for years and years and years and thousands upon thousands of uh, you know cases and and scientifically documented and recorded and everything. So yeah, and, and if you want to go to the Endurf side, there there is a mile long list of NDE experiences to dig through and just find what really piques your interest i mean you can just kind of browse through them and just yes. gain knowledge from these things i'm loving it i really am and they are all full of nuggets once you nugs yes. once you really open up your eyes like we've been teaching on this podcast since day one that's the purpose of this podcast was kind of really to bring the spiritual nuggets to you guys and help change your life like it's changed ours and um you know, when you start to listen to these NDEs and you got people coming back and, and explaining things on the about the other side, there's too many commonalities. You know, we have to understand that there there's something bigger than us that's happening here. And we are getting some really good feedback from the other side that, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's something so much bigger and so much beautiful that we can't even comprehend. So without further ado, let's go ahead and uh, take a listen to today's clip. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get some feedback on that, and we'll take it from there. How's that sound? Sounds good. Awesome. So let's do it. And we are rolling. I had a lung collapse in 1994 and was hospitalized, no apparent reason other than I had a cold and had a history of asthma. I was 18 when this happened. About a month later, I had been home for a month, and during my sleep, I was dreaming that I was on top of a cliff, and fell. Upon that moment I landed, and felt I had stopped breathing. Immediately in my thought I said, I landed in my dream I must be dead. Everything went black the second I made impact in the dream. At that point, I knew it wasn't a dream. 
I began floating in a black space, I couldn't see around me and had fear for that period. At that point, maybe a second or two into the floating. I heard a deafening voice say. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and end. At that moment then, I saw a light come from the right side of me, and it was at a far distance, it got closer and closer until it immersed me in light, and all I could see was light and feel warmth. Then I heard the a voice call me and address me as Jim, which isn't my name, then at that moment then the light took the shape of what appeared to me to be an outline of Jesus, similar to what the Shroud of Turin would look like. I spoke at that point, whether it was verbal or through means non-verbal is hard to tell at this point, but I perceive it as verbal. I asked, am I dead? I didn't even question if it was Jesus, because I just knew it was him. I felt peace and love in the presence of the light slash shape of him. I asked him at that point that my name isn't Jim, why was I called that? Jesus replied that a mistake was made and it wasn't my time. In that second or for that second I assumed they had called the wrong person up, but then something compelled me to ask, is there reincarnation and if so, was I reincarnated and who was I? Jesus responded to me that there is, and I was reincarnated, but that's not what's important. I then asked if I was Jim Morrison, the singer of The Doors for some reason. Something that I perceive of as weird now because I had very little knowledge of him before the NDE. Looking back now, it seemed like the thoughts were put in my conscience to ask Jesus, so he could respond. He responded, yes, but it wasn't important, because, reincarnation isn't as we perceive it, at that point I felt this became a more non-verbal communication, because, I was receiving knowledge at a rapid pace. I was told that even though we can be reincarnated, we are still the same soul, just in a different shell. But it's not important to focus on who I was, because, I'm still the same soul. I then asked if I could stay, and was told I have to go back, and it's not my time. Jesus had a very calming soothing effect, and when I was told that, I changed my mind to go back. I then asked if I was to go back, when would I return again, and Jesus responded that there would be two ages that I could come back, one of either 37 or 73, and that I would have a heart attack at 37, but it was uncertain still if I would be called home, but if I want to it would be because I was given 10 more years than my last life, you would think I would have been bothered by this but wasn't, because it wasn't scary. I then asked when the world would end, and Jesus told me that only the Father knows the exact time and hour. At that point I don't remember much else other than Jesus' love and me being told I would go back. Then I felt my spirit descend back into my body which was lying in bed, as I was descending back into my body I felt like I was sinking into mud or quicksand, I slept the rest of the time and had to this day probably one of the most peaceful sleeps I ever had. Okay, now that I shared that story, I wanted to address who I was told I was. The reason is because without a shadow of a doubt I know that it was the truth. Things I did throughout my life add up now, and for the past nine years, I've been wrestling with the knowledge of who I was. When I was a child at three or four, I used to spin in circles in the living room until I would almost pass out and do Native American dances. I'm not Native American and had no way of learning these moves. In the past eight years I learned much about Jim Morrison and learned that he believed himself to be a shaman 
and did dances and circle movements on stage. I had a physic, tell me that she saw me as a Native American or Native American medicine man standing beside me, I also had a fascination with lizards as a little kid. Not uncommon, but, I used to go to Florida every summer as a kid, because my dad is from there, and I used to try and catch little lizards outside. During my high school years before the NDE, I won a poetry contest, but never pursued it, also I had an interest in filmmaking, and took communications in college, hoping to be a filmmaker before my lung collapse. I also sang in a band and before ever even hearing about the doors, my bandmates said my singing sounded like the doors. These were all things that Jim Morrison had skill in and did. Also, I learned that Jim died of heart failure on July 3, 1971, even before my NDE, so I know it's not self-created, I'm sick on or around July 3 RD slash 4th every year. I also have lung problems, as mentioned, and heart problems. After studying NDE and past life circumstances, I've come to the conclusion that seeing that I've had these conditions since a kid, that this was carried over from my past life. I have never partaken in drugs drinking or smoking. Yet, I have lung and heart problems, which I believe is from karma-like balance for the abuse my body took from those substances before. I also had an instance as a toddler where my family went to a restaurant in Florida named Morrison's, and while in the back seat of the car, I uttered out that that was my last name. My parents corrected me, because obviously it isn't in this life, I couldn't have been older than four at the time. And there you go. So I'm um, guessing, does this guy think he's Jim Morrison? Uh, what are we kind of getting from that? No? Yeah, that's what I'm picking. I thought that was very interesting. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. And it had something to do with a dream that he actually had. Started a dream and, that and realized that it wasn't necessarily a dream. It actually turned out to be an NDE. Correct. So that, that was interesting. It started out the floating in the black space, that void, you know, then he mm -hmm. heard that voice that I am the Alpha and the Omega. The light in the and distance. Then we saw the light. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Overwhelming. And uh, he said that the uh, the way he perceived the light was as Jesus. And uh, he asked, am I dead? And he felt peace and love, that overwhelming peace and love that they always feel. And uh, Jesus called him by the wrong they name. They called him Jim. <laughs> you know, so oh, I wonder if that's why I think he might be Jim Morrison, because Jesus called him Jim. Hey, I mean. But think about the experience when he was three or four years old going to a restaurant with his parents. Yeah, that's at Morrison's the end. restaurant. Hey, I mean, that's come funny. On. Well, yeah, well, we'll get to that part. Yeah. Um, it says, uh, uh, Jim, a mistake was made. And uh, he asked, you know, was reincarnation real? What did Jesus say? Yes, yes. it's very real. Reincarnation is, however, not as we perceive, perceive it. it. Yeah. Now, see, I've I've heard that that because life exists, that spirit exists, it still exists even though the body has passed. So we're just all living at the same time. Yeah, and 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 like I said right here, and you hear this a lot in these NDEs. It says here that we are reincarnated, the same soul but a different shell. Mm -hmm. 
the telepathy. Yes. The receiving that complete knowledge. Okay, so what about going back and when he was offered when he was offered two ages, the 37 and the 73 and Exactly. He's going to have a heart attack at the age of 37. But it wasn't unsure if he was going to make come back completely or not. Yeah, and then he was actually given 10 more years than the previous life. Did you catch that? Yeah, I did. So, comments on that? And that's a very interesting. It is. I mean, given 10 more years than his previous life. I've never thought about that before. Because if you reincarnate and you come back, you know, okay, this time you're going to be 37. This time you're going to be 58. This time you're going to be 91. Right, this time age. you're going to be, you know. I've never really thought of it like that. But it, you would think they're all coming in at late ages. But no, you come in and come and go whatever age, you know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it almost kind of makes you think about death in a whole nother perspective now. Just like, wow. I mean, I think be almost death interesting is misre- too. Re- misrepresenting. Past, you know, the word yeah. death is something that we use. It's I think it's very misrepresenting for all of us. For that it, the whole human construct of it. And yes. concept. Yeah. yeah, it's not what we're, we're supposed to be knowing of it. So, um, and remember when he said that when he was coming back into the body, that. Um, it's like he was sinking in the mud and quicksand. Hmm. Did you yeah. catch that? Yeah. So you're out there floating around, floating around, and you're this bliss, and you have to, to come body. back to the body. And yeah, that body's now like, heavy. Oh, quicksand. I'm in the mud, sucking like, uh, you know. Yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah. And what about the part when he said they actually went and saw a, 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 like a psychic or some, had mentioned something about um, – uh, that they saw a medicine man next to him, and that he liked yeah, to do Indian dances and things like when that. He was young, I don't spin around like he was a shaman in a past life from the psychic. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's very interesting. And, and like you mentioned earlier, the the part about the four year old, uh, they were, at, you know, he Morrison's was about four so yeah. at a restaurant of Morrison's, and uh, I haven't heard of that restaurant in a while, but I do recall the the name. And uh, a little four year old kid said. Uh, Hey, that's my name. That's my last name. And they're like, no, it's not. No, it's not, buddy. Sorry. Yeah. He's like, yes, it is. I'm Jim Morrison. I dance like an Indian. (laughs) (laughs) But it is very interesting. It really is. Just the common common things through each of these. Um, uh, Learning the, the, the past life points that carry over in the human biology that mediums and past life regression therapists pick up on these things it's very interesting and it makes me me you know wonder what the heck you know what are what do they know that we don't know (laughs) yeah Yeah, how much knowledge has been hidden from us all exactly good question yeah well looking at our time let's go ahead and um let's go ahead and take a listen to our next clip of the day and uh we'll see what kind of uh, nuggets we can get out of that one how does that sound sounds good clip number two are you ready 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 and we are rolling. rolling i have since had a second daughter and our fourth grandchild is due this september i know that my purpose here is to be a mother slash grandmother and that that role is held in high esteem by god i take that responsibility very seriously and I laugh a lot. I had had a difficult birth of our first daughter on September 23, 1970. I was only 19, small boned, 
and the baby was over 8 pounds in weight. After many hours of labor, the doctor finally performed a cesarean section to deliver her. I was told later that I had hemorrhaged on the operating table and the doctors were afraid they had almost lost me. But that was not when I had my NDE. That happened 10 days later, I was at home with my family, mom, sister and dad because my husband was in the Air Force and deployed to training several states away. I had my first anaphylactic reaction, the doctors surmise it was probably a delayed reaction to the drugs received in the bath. My sister and mom drove me to the hospital number 911 in those days and I was declared clinically dead upon arrival. I remember being wheeled into the emergency room and being up in the corner of the room looking down at myself on the table. My body was looking upward and my eyes were open but unseen. I had seen enough TV to know that I was dead. I also remember seeing my mom and sister on the other side of the emergency room door trying to look in through the little window in the door. I told them that I had seen them and could describe where they were, how they looked and what they had said. They didn't believe me, my sister said, but you were dead. We saw you. So after their reaction I didn't tell anyone else for many years. Even though this happened almost 34 years ago, I can still remember it vividly. I did not experience a tunnel but rather was enveloped in a beautiful light of love and knew I was being held on the lap of Jesus like a child. It is a feeling of unconditional love, the closest I can possibly come is the overwhelming love I felt for my tiny daughter when I held her, but even that is not the same. I did not have a life review, but rather Jesus and I had an astounding conversation where he patiently answered all my questions. One I distinctly remember, I had recently completed a grueling course in calculus and had gotten all the final exam answers correct except one, I wanted to know the answer to that question. Jesus laughed and then gave me the answer, not in words but in a knowing that encompassed not just the element of the question, but a complete understanding of all relational aspects of the question. He has a wonderful sense of humor and I distinctly got the feeling that he enjoys as humans as a father enjoys watching the minor scripts children get themselves into, I was allowed to have full knowledge and understanding. I remember that the awareness hit me with complete clarity and I thought, of course, it's so obvious. Why are we all missing it? Although not allowed to keep all the knowledge shown to me, there are two items I was allowed to keep, one, in response to my question regarding religions of the world and which is the true religion, he answered, men come to me on many paths, and I had the complete understanding of the response, which is broader than the words can convey. The point is not religion, but faith, two, in response to my question about why we are here, he answered, to love one another. Again, the understanding and meaning of his answer is so much more than the words. We are each part of him and by loving one another and ourselves, we are in fact loving him. After what seemed like hours, but was only about seven minutes according to hospital records, he asked me if I would like to return. 
I felt that he already knew the answer but was asking out of politeness. I told him that I wanted to stay here and raise my daughter. He said, as you wish, and at that instant I was back in my body. I felt the needles in my body and the pain and heard the doctor say, I think we have her back. And there you have it. Okay, cool. So, what do you think, Miss Daphne? Wow. Um, okay, just starting from the beginning. The, the typical out-of-body experience, looking down on herself. Right, and I, I caught that in the corner of the room. That's when the OBE no started. Yeah. And like we say, not all experiences have the tunnel. Um, but I love the, the beautiful light the, the love and unconditional love that she felt. Right. And also, remember, she said that she was actually watching her mother and sister On watching the him the through the, uh, yeah. And the sister said, there's no way. We saw you were dead. There's no way you could see that. And we hear that so many times on the other side where people, you know, float up out of their body and go on these little adventures and go different places and... Sure enough, when they tell people that they don't believe them, they go back and check and like, sure, yeah, they were there. They actually saw that stuff. So oh, the yeah. sister didn't believe her, but she actually saw mom and sister. Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that she had a conversation with what she was seeing as Jesus. Right. Absolutely. Because yeah. think about this, because nobody has ever actually seen Jesus. And that's what so many people don't, they don't really think about just that one little thing. The only Jesus you've ever seen was pictures in magazines or on mm-hmm. on movies, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, or, or, you know, art throughout the years, but nobody knows. Because you can, like we had mentioned before, you can go online and find Jesus being represented in every nationality. Oh, exactly, yeah. So, every nation. So it's the essence. The essence, Jesus, yeah. is that Christ. That, that Christ consciousness. Christ consciousness, the spirit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So uh, the, she said there's no life review. Right, yeah. And uh, But there was a conversation. Yeah, that's what I was going to touch on is that conversation. It wasn't like you and I are sitting here talking with our mouths, but it was a, a, a knowing, a, a download. Like I would a, say that a telepathy again. knowledge. That's telepathy again, yeah. It has to be, yeah. And I love that um, there was a sense of humor lightheartedness and that's what we're supposed to be on this side of the veil and in my book remember the, the guides keep saying you know have a sense of humor be lighthearted you know that's what you're here to do is just experience and uh, also about the knowledge that she had gained not all of it she retained and I hear that in a lot of stories is even though you gain access to all this wealth of knowledge, you don't, you don't it. retain it all. Right. You only retain some of it. Right. You're right. Well, um, one that sticks out of my mind uh, I can appreciate was the comment about true religion, that men, uh, remember that, that Jesus was asked, you know, what is the true religion? Hmm. And, um, and the reply was that men come to me on many paths. So exactly. would you like to comment on that? Oh, yeah, Does just, that sound like the Jesus of the Bible? Let me ask you that first. Uh, first off, no. Okay. Because Jesus of the Bible says there's only one path. Right. So, That's but church in this experience, the 
that entity that, that, that she was seeing as Jesus, that source, the source. Was saying there's many paths, Jesus. and that's what I've been hearing and seeing and actually feeling myself lately that there are many paths to that source. Absolutely. And, and like a, it comes out in all of them is the key is what? To love one another. That we, and yeah, we are all part of, of him. We are all part of that source. Exactly. That was my two big comments that I actually in, in quoted was when she asked, you know, why are we here? And he said to love one another. Yep. And another one was that each of us are a part of him. And that's that a lot has been taken out. There's a few verses in scripture in the canon that states about God being within Absolutely, yeah. So There's no getting around that. He's in each and every Depends one of us, and we go you, back to that follow. source. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of religious teach different, but the truth is, yeah, we all are part of that source. Now, um, looking at the clock here, we're going to go ahead and get ready to wrap things up here shortly, but i got to comment something that I hear a lot, and I want to get your opinion on something. Time, okay? Uh, in this particular um, experience, they had mentioned that seven minutes seems like hours, we hear that a lot on the mm -hmm. other side. It was only just a couple of seconds, according to the medical thing, but they felt like they were there forever. Yeah. I've heard one some say they, they felt like they were tormented in hell for thousands of years when they were only, you know, 10 minutes clinically. clinically yeah. So think about that. I mean, the, any the comments time, on that? Kind time difference. And, and time is different for us here. I mean, we, we see linear and we know this, but... Um, in the book, remember, it, it, I'm just getting into this section about, about time. So it's interesting to know that it, it, it's it's not linear. It is not linear. Time exists everywhere, but it's not linear like we know it. We I, I think the it. linear part is just for us to be able to understand it, and it's man-made right, right. stuff, you know. And the concept of time is definitely there, and we do have means of keeping up what we call time, and, and there's the linear time, the clocks and watches. I get that part, you know, but the truth is, you know, we're referencing something that is above and beyond time exactly. as we comprehend it. And that's what these people come back and tell us and share with us, you know. So speaking of coming back, uh, it said that she came back and uh, once in in the body felt the actual needles it felt like needles mm -hmm. uh, either felt the needles or it felt like needles or something about needles but the doctor says and we, we have her back, back. Yeah. yeah so any final comments on that particular experience yeah i mean i just i really appreciated you know and it's something that I, i'm seeing a whole lot more of myself lately is just love one another let everybody be who they are what they believe in, because it's irrelevant. We're we're to be here to be kind to one another, love one another, and exist right. in peace and happiness and in a positive vibration. Yes, and hopefully some of the stuff that we're able to share with our listeners uh, can be something that they can take and you know, use them. To help, yes. use it to help them grow, should I exactly. say. Exactly. Expand the knowledge, yeah. Because, you know, religion's going to keep you in a box. You're yeah, only going to get to go so far, and a lot of times you can't, you, you can't even question because they perceive themselves as some type of authority. When the truth is, no, you, you have no authority over you. You are the authority over who you are. Right. You know? We give our power to other people. Right. Take your power back. 
taking your authority back simply means that you are becoming responsible for your own actions, your own mm -hmm. thoughts, your own deeds, everything. That's, that's gaining that authority. You have to put forth the effort. You have to make that conscious decision to do what's right. And it's the only way you're going to grow and vibrate at the proper, you know, spiritual level that you need to be and, and, exactly. and be where you need to be in life, you know, so. Mm. Good, good, good advice. Okay, so looking at the clock, I think we're going to go ahead and get ready to wrap things up on this particular episode. And uh, again, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. And don't forget, we are currently collecting names of near-death experience-ers, uh, I guess you could say it, <laughs> near-death experiencers. So if you've ever had a near-death experience or someone you know ever had a near-death experience, go to nde.world and contact us. We want to hear your story. We'd love to have you a guest on our podcast. So we're looking forward to hearing your story and sharing it with everyone else. Uh, I think that's about it, Ms. Daphne. You got any final words, any final comments? And uh, I think that's about all I can kind no, of think of today. that's about it. I was just going to add to the uh, the go go into the website uh, for the indie ears. Uh, also, if you just have a spiritual experience or OBE, some kind of extraordinary experience that you would love exactly. to share, we would love to hear those stories as well. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, it's not just near-death experiences. That's we're 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 in the world. We're kind of that's kind of our main um, thing that we're kind of really you know sharing with everyone and really breaking down as mm -hmm. the actual near-death experience. But all of those are spiritual elements. Spiritual. And so anything else, like you said, related to the spiritual world or spiritual things or spiritual growth or because we any are of that. spiritual entities having a human experience. In these physical bodies. That's right. Yeah. Physical. See, you're learning. You're finally learning something in your old age. Yeah, that's why I'm getting starting to get these little gray hairs pop out. Where? <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time. We love you so much. Peace be with you. And until next time. Let your light shine.